Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, N.D., C.N.H., is the best-selling author of the ebook "The Secret to Everything: Manifesting the Life You Desire." Now, available on Amazon. She has practiced naturopathic medicine for over 20 years. She is a gifted intuitive, medium, empath, paranormal investigator and remote viewer. She travels and gives classes and lectures across the country, as well as taking limited private clients. Trained in many modalities of healing, Dr. Kimberly has been practicing energy healing exclusively for the last 10 years. Dr. Kimberly has the ability to raise your vibration in person or long distance, and as a result, change everything in your life for the better, forever. A gifted transformationalist, she has developed TEB, or Transformational Energy Balancing, in order to facilitate permanent and rapid healing in her clients. Her desire is to be your last healer. And now, the host of The Secret to Everything, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. The views expressed on The Secret to Everything are not necessarily those of the host, the co-host, or our guest. All medical information given is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose any disease or condition. Please see your medical doctor or qualified health practitioner if you have any further questions. And as always, thank you for listening. Good evening. Such an exciting show tonight. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, who will listen to the replay. And it is the infamous Halloween night. So happy Halloween, everyone. And Kara cannot be with us tonight because she's doing the mommy thing with um, Kimmy and Eric. So hello to Kara. And hold on a second. I'm having a little bit of technical difficulty. Um I'm going to go ahead and grab this call, you guys. Hold on a minute.
Hello? Hello? <laughs> Are we on hold? I'm here. All right, everybody. Sorry, uh, I got kicked off. Uh, so I don't know what's going on. Did you guys say anything? No, but we heard some great music. I just said hello. <laughs> I didn't know what's going on. I don't know what happened. I, I warned you. Well, who did I warn? Oh, I was talking to TG. I said that might happen. And Karen's not here to run the board. So if I get kicked off, like, it's not a good thing. So anyway, I apologize, everybody. It is Halloween. It is a super paranormal show. So um, we'll keep working our way through everybody. So we also have um, Walt on here still, right, Walt, from GotSpirits.org. Sure. <laughs> Good. And we have the um, infamous old and new Shannon. And some of you who are diehard followers, and now we have, like, thousands of listeners, but when we started out, Shannon, we were lucky. We were so excited when we got, like, one listener. Remember those days? So yeah, Shannon was when we first started this show, and it's come a long, long way since then. So welcome back, Shannon. She's kind of stepping in. You're welcome for Kira. And we have, I believe this is, I'm hoping this is Richard from Ghost Paranormal. Richard, is this you? That I just uh, I'm here. Now? I'm here. Good evening. So do you want to tell us really quick a little bit about where you're from and about your group real quick? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I'm Richard Rillen. I'm the founder of Ghost Paranormal. Uh, my team is based out of Dayton, Tennessee. And uh, we've been doing this now for a couple of years as a group and uh, love the crazy business of paranormal investigations. It is absolutely a crazy business. And if um, someone wanted to check you out or watch some of your videos, where would they go? They would go to www.ghost-paranormal.com. All right, and um, Richard is a lot of things going on, and he's very experienced in the paranormal. And actually, Richard, um, I'm going to grab you just really quick before we do announcements. Um, I think I remember you're quite familiar with the term. Um, you know, we have Project Wraith on tonight, and you're pretty familiar with the term Wraith, uh, if I remember correctly. Could you talk real quick, if you don't mind? I know I'm putting you a little bit on the spot, um, a little bit about your views about that real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, you know, a wraith is a is a an entity that we encounter in this field, uh, dark entity, um, mischievous, uh, mean, ugly. Uh, there really aren't too many other phrases to give it that would make it any prettier. They are uh, terrorizing, uh, menacing. Uh, they like to prey on the people who uh, are terrified easily. Uh, people who probably don't watch the shows or have a lot of experience in the paranormal. They like to use their abilities as a darker entity to uh, shape how you feel, terrorize you night and day. They're the ones that stand at the end of your bed most of the time. and They're just, they're just dark, nasty entities. And I'm not even sure they were ever human based on research I've, I've read. Uh, but, you know, the Bible talks about familiars, and, uh, you know, the vampire movies use the terminology familiars quite often as those entities or those beings that want to be the vampire but they're not the vampire. I kind of categorized race in that same type of scenario with demons versus 
regular earthbound entities, you know, um, it's kind of along that same line. They want to be the bad guy. They really don't have the ability and the power, thank God, that the demon has, but they are pretty menacing, and they get older with time, and they get more powerful with age to a level. Uh, I've graded them anywhere from a 1 through 10, 10 being the worst in their power and ability, and uh, it just really depends on what you're dealing with. But, yeah, I'm pretty familiar with them. Yeah, I thought I thought that was kind of a interesting um, show for you to be on, and I'm not sure Ruben has the same views, but uh, you know, I I like discussion and I enjoy. Um, none of us know definitively some of these things, so it's always an interesting discussion when we talk about these things. And my phone is already going crazy, so this is going to be an interesting um, night. So, um, without further ado, I'm going to I do I'm going to grab this call really quick because I'm not sure who this is, and this may be Dominic calling in. So I'm going to grab this really quick, and then we'll go to Walt and announcements. So let me get this pick up this phone. Hello, welcome to the Secret of Everything. Who is this? Hi, Kim. It's Dom. Uh, it didn't work on Skype, so I'm on phone now. <laughs> all right. Well, um, we also have um, Dom from Chris Paranormal with us, and would you like to tell us a little bit about your group and where you're calling from? Yeah, we're from Canada. We're from Sherbrooke, Canada, and uh, we formed the group. Uh, I was with uh, Canadian Ghost Hunter Squad uh, a little while ago, and we started a team in July, and uh, since then, you know, I've been traveling a lot to the uh, to the U.S. Uh, like I told you before, we uh, investigated Parahunter, uh, main Ghost Hunters, uh, TAPS home team, uh, I just came back last week from Rhode Island. We investigated uh, Payne House, Slater Mill, uh, Fort Adams in Rhode Island. And uh, I'm going back to the Uden Mansion in uh, in Massachusetts with uh, the same group in a few weeks. So, yeah, things are starting to pick up right now. And uh, I do most of my investigations in the U.S., which doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> I love to travel there. So. <laughs> That's because we're so much fun. <laughs> oh, there's right? so many places to investigate compared to um, from here. You know, here we do mostly private homes, but in the U.S. there's so much history and so many places to investigate that it's incredible. I feel very fortunate to meet so many great teams and uh, be able to meet teams like that. You, you learn from them, and it's uh, awesome experiences. So uh, it helps to uh, bring the best, uh, you, you try to bring the best out of everybody and uh, see what works for you and, you know, to shape yourself into the best paranormal investigator you can you can be and you know, I, I'm still learning you know, I've been doing that for less than two years but, you know, I've had some great experiences so far so uh, I hope to keep doing it for uh, for as long as I can <laughs> Absolutely, I agree with you. Well, we do have um, along with all of you guys who are very special guests and we're kind of loaded up with special guests tonight, and we'll get more into. Um, I'd like to talk, you know, to you and Richard more about your paranormal teams and your experiences. And one thing I'm going to ask you guys later. Um, I'm going to have the announcements first. Is I'd like everybody to be thinking about what is your favorite ghost story that you personally witnessed yourself. And that means you too, Shannon. So you're not going to get off easy. Everybody knows uh, we have a joke on this show. Uh, TG and Walt tease me about it, and so does Kara all the time about how I love to throw people under the bus. So I'm warning you, I'm going to throw you under the bus later. So <laughs> think about your favorite ghost story or experience, because I know you have some too. So everyone's going to have to answer that question. 
Um, and I know some of you have many, many, so think about a really great one that we can share with the audience. Like I said, we've got thousands of people listening to the show, so people will be listening to this later if they're out trick-or-treating tonight. Well, do you have a few announcements? Um, I think you know at least the guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. Do you want to share that? Sure, I can do that for you. If you say please. I'm just kidding. Pretty cool. Um, I'm all, yeah. I'm all hyped <laughs> up on sugar, actually. I, I've been stealing my kids' candies. Um, but I, I have to give just a quick shout-out to my daughter, Haley, and my daughter, Alexis. Oh, they keep wow. asking me every week. <laughs> so I'll do that for them because I love them. Um, oh, so on November 7th, we have internationally recognized author, Dr. Robin Kelly, who specializes in energy and integrative medicine, will be with us for two full hours. And that will be a fascinating show, so be sure not to miss it. And I'm, I'm guessing she'll be taking some calls, too. And then on November 14th, we have the amazing Jennifer Alhassa, a cancer coach, and she will be discussing some natural approaches to curing cancer with cancer survivor and coach Sheila Ulrich. We all have somebody we know that's been touched by cancer, so it's a very important show we're going to have on uh, November 14th. And if you'd like to email Dr. Kim, you may do so at dr.kim.ste at gmail.com. Um, if you have any paranormal questions, you can find me on my website at gotspirits.org. And also, if, you like, if you're on Twitter, you can follow Dr. Kim at Serene Wellness. You can follow me at Ghost Hunter Walt. Or you can follow TG. And I should say, not or. <laughs> and you can follow TG at intuitive underscore PS. And then we have uh, Kara, who is not with us, at coast, number two, coast Kara. And then we have Kareem, who is also not here today, at King Cashflow. And then we have Shannon, of course. And Shannon is at Shan Roof, S-H-A-N-R-O-O-F. And Shannon, I just followed you a few minutes ago. Okay, great. <laughs> that means you have to follow him back. That's what he's trying to say. That's, I will. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so silly. Um, and uh, I have a couple really cool things coming up next week, election week. I'm going to be on two telesummits the day after election day at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and this is on um, www.secrettoeverything.com. I will be on um, the U.S. Revolution. We'll be talking about ascension, which is kind of a big topic, but fun, too, as Shannon knows. And I will be on that. So you can click on the link and register and get some free gifts. Um, the banner is right on the first page of my website. And then the day after, this is mainly for health practitioners and energy practitioners, people that want to increase their clients and their money and their business. I'll be on um, Dan Ham Hanneman's show, um, and I'm not sure what time that's on, but we'll put a link up on the website as well. So that's happening next week. And then the infamous healer who's been on our show, and you guys know him, um, Jared Hewitt and I are doing a special program in December that we're very, very excited about. So we'll be talking more about that as the week come up, and we'll be bringing that out next week as well. But we have a very special guest tonight. Sorry to make everybody wait so long. Um, we have Ruben from Project Race, and he has agreed to join us and share kind of, I think, his life's work and life's purpose with us, and I'll let him tell you about that. So welcome to the Dr. Kim Show, Ruben. How are you tonight? I'm great. How's, uh, how's everybody out there doing? Good. Yeah. Everybody well, good. Good. <laughs> Don't you love yeah, Ruben's voice? He's the best 
radio voice. I, I told him I forgot how deep his voice is. He has like. Oh, the best. <laughs> yeah, is that Barry White? Uh, I, I might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, um, why don't you tell us how you got started with Project Wraith? And and for all of those out there, I mean, I personally know what it is. I've been following you a long time, and I've listened to a number of your EVPs, and I've been on your website. But for all of us that don't know, could you tell us how you got into this and what your website is? And um, Yeah, um, this, this all started roughly about... I want to say I moved into this house nine years ago. So roughly about three years ago today, um, what had happened was I started hearing voices, sounds, mechanical-type entities that were cruising through the bedroom. There's an area in, in my room which I call the runway, which is from one door to the other door. It's a straight, maybe a 10-foot strip. So I would I would hear noises and voices going through there, I hear the pressure changes in the floor, creaking, tapping on the walls, ruffling of the paper. And so um, I started hearing everything. So I figure if I can record it, I must not be going crazy. So I bought a personal recorder, laptop, camera, and whatnot. So I started recording every time I heard something odd or strange. And um, what I got, you would not believe, some of the stuff that's actually on my website is some of the stuff I did record. A lot of the stuff is heard with my ear without having to um, amplify anything. I'd say about 25% of it is. And today we're having two-way conversation, intelligent two-way conversation, uh, more examples on, on the website as well. And, um, yeah, it's it's kind of cool because everybody sees him as a ghost, somebody that's passed. I see him as just another individual, and I think that's the difference between myself and other ghost hunters. We have a personal relationship. I talk to them just like I would talk to you, and they answer me just the same. I have a question. Um, now, is it only the entities in your house that, that you can hear and talk to? Or since you've started doing that, if you are in other places, are you able to hear and talk to them? I've I've never tried in other places. Well, sorry, I, I take that back. The only other place I've actually tried to communicate with anything is, is in uh, my mother's house. Now, in my house, um, recently I did an EVP recording, and I asked them how many of them were here which I did several months back, and back then there was 10 entities here. Today there there are 12. And, um, and I'm not sure how exactly that works. I need to get into that a little more further with them on, on why it is they're here, why they chose my house, and why is it and how they come and go. Um, when I went to my mother's house, I did a quick EVP there, and there was 21. So wow. that, that that kind of throws me off. And if you look at my Twitter picture, that I, well, my profile pics. That picture was taken here in my in my living room. Yeah, sure, it's an orb, but I plainly see a face, and I I kind of played on that on several different EVPs and asked them, this is what they look like, on the other side, and they they told me yes, this is what they do look like. So that's uh, some some to take into account. Now, Ruben, is it true? And maybe I misunderstand. So correct me if I'm wrong. Is it? Do you allow these entities, or um, I'm not sure. I guess you call them entities. I'm not sure what to refer them as. People, ghosts, spirits. spirits do you allow entities. them? Okay. Do you allow them to speak through your body? Do you become a medium um, for well, their that's, voice? That's not not really voluntary. Um, what happens is I use my uh, voice recorder. I set it automatic on an automatic setting to go off um, 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. 
Now, during that hour, I'm out. Everybody here is completely asleep. And um, what I get is pretty amazing. I think I have some of that on the website as well. Um, I've had entities telling me move out. They don't use the word get out. Three different uh, types of voices. I've had females come through me, moan. I've heard um, uh, what kind of sounds like a like an older type servant, maybe a slave or something, singing to a baby, singing "I love you," and the baby interacting, mingling back. And um, I was the only one in the room, and that still amazes me because that that actually to me begs for some type of research um, with the, with the subconscious. So I don't know if there's a, an actual doorway there or not, but yeah, it's not uh, it's, it's it's not something that I turn on or off. It's just something that happens, and I just happen to catch it. But you just started noticing it three years ago. I mean, you said you've lived in the house nine years, but only three years ago you started noticing it. Yeah, yeah, and the reason being is because when when I first started hearing those creaks and what have you around the house, more so what what I call the runway in the bedroom. My my uh, my scary story that I'm that I wasn't going to mention is probably going to just be told right now. Uh, what had happened was, and this is the main reason I started recording, I would hear the creaks and what have you going through the house, pressure changes. So I was kind of scared at first, and um, I was kind of cringed up in the bed, you know, but I was awake. And so I would hear the creaks come in, and, and it sounded like somebody or something was standing at the, bo- at the base of my bed. And sure enough, there was a raspy older gentleman just called call me by my first name, just as Ruben, like that. And that scared the living crap out of me, hmm. or for lack of a better term. But what really caught my attention, right after that happened, he kind of chuckled and kept moving through the room. Hmm. So I figured, well, now I'm just being messed with. And, I mean, yeah, spirit or not spirit, <laughs> I, I I don't scare easily. <laughs> And if this is um, the way life is, I'm going to be one of them after all anyway. <laughs> That's how um, Has it ever happened anywhere else where, you know, on vacation or other places or mostly I've, in your home? I've, I've, I've never tried or looked for anything in other places. Um, kind of got my hands full with what's here. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, i love to investigate with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not really a uh, paranormal investigator or part of a group or anything like that i just engage what i had here and what i still do have here and the point being is that they like they like the interaction just the same like i said they they um hear think see read they do everything we do just with with, without a body well I, i can't even say without a body just they don't exist like we do they exist on their own plane which is fine and we do intertwine and i guess the uh the different planes mix every now and then that's probably when I've seen them in the house, or I've actually heard them in the house, other than EVPs. Uh, Ruben, have you ever had uh, people over? Uh, by the way, my name is uh, TG. Uh, have you ever had uh, people come over to the house and then they experience the same thing that you're experiencing? And I, I know you said you hear about 25% of the time. Yeah, I, I had, uh, well, friends, of course, come over and we'll do quick recordings and they'll tell me what color the shoes are, what color their clothes are. They'll I'll hold up objects and they'll read what they are. They'll they'll read Direct TV off the TV when it's not being used. When it's in default mode, it has the logo floating around the screen. I'll point to it and they'll pretty much scream it out. Not audible to my ear, but on the EVP, it's picked up as clear as day. Um, I've, I had uh, recently a, a, a skeptic group come over here 
and they did some uh, recordings with me, and um, they they were pretty pretty uh, in awe, because I mean skeptics are brought in here programmed, and they're not going to believe me for anything. When they left here, they were wondering, and also um, yeah, some French journalists came along with them. They do documentaries or what have you, and we'll see where that leads. But yeah, um, they were pretty amazed. And all the recordings I do, they're not just on my cell phone. They're on a laptop. His 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 big question was, if I'm doing a recording on a laptop, maybe what I'm picking up are the sounds of the motors or whatever in the laptop fans or what have you. And I go, okay, right. that's that's fine. I'll, I'll I'll accept that and then reason with it. So I grab my cell phone and I go, this has no moving parts. Let's see what happens. So we did another recording. Sure enough, that's where he was kind of stumped. <laughs> Oh really? Are your is the majority of your um, your uh, EVPs? Are they usually on, say, a digital recorder, or are they on your cell phone with you know the different apps that are out there? Or I like to use um, I like to use my my uh, T-Mobile My Touch phone. <laughs> it just has a recording app on it um, for walking around the house. I, I like to use that or the laptop during the night. I like to use my Olympus 300, and I set that from three to four. And that kind of does what it does overnight, and I'll listen to it on the way to work. Okay. Yeah. And do you do you normally put on like say noise canceling earphones to go ahead and uh, or headphones I should say to go ahead and uh, replay or review all your evidence? I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? Yeah. Oh, I was saying um, after you did you know you do your recording, um, like say for example from three to four, and then you're taking off to go to work, and you kind of you know plug in a headset. Do you use uh, noise canceling uh, headphones to go ahead and listen into the different uh, recordings that you get? No, when, when when I listen on the way to work, I plug it into the audio system on the car. Oh, okay. And I, I listen to it that way on the way to work. And then I, I write down the times that I did hear something, mm-hmm. and then I'll come back and load it to the laptop and go back and find it, amplify it, isolate it, and save it. Hey, oh, hey, yeah. is um, you yeah, mentioned that it's like 10 to 12 uh, spirits in your house, and they go from one end of your room to the other. They actually um, have the free free room of the house. Right. Um, do do you feel do they do they are they attached to your house? Is there a portal no, or um, something, or is it well, is it different ones? Is it the same ones? No, there there's different ones, and and and, and I'll kind of give you a, a, a range here. Um, one of them has been here for uh, 28 years. Okay. Huh. Uh, another one has says he's been here 400 years, and then there's wow. a third one that says. He's been around for a thousand years, not necessarily here, but around for a thousand years. So, I mean, granted, it is called the Wraith Project, and I did hear what the other gentleman his description of a wraith was. I'm, I wasn't sure of that in depth of a description of what it is. To me, it's just another form of existence, which I I, I consider them. But the one who's been here over a thousand years, if he's ever been human. Wait. Say that again. No, I, I was saying the uh, the entity that's been here over a thousand years. Who knows if it's been here or ever been human? Oh, interesting, Richard. Do you want to respond to that at all? I was going to just ask you what you were thinking so far as Reuben was talking. If you wanted to weigh in or had any any thoughts. Well, I mean, yeah, the, there are there are some earthbound spirits that are human. Um, I think a large percentage of what we deal with in the field is not human. I believe a large percentage of what we deal with in the field is a race. Um, I believe they are uh, in a race, uh, based on research that I've done, 
at one time was probably a human entity, and something has happened that has transferred them from being an earthbound spirit to being what they are now. Uh, they love to communicate. They love to talk. They love to interact. Whatever they can do to get your attention is what, what's been my experience so far. Um, you know, but you know, EVPs and the louder the here's a, here's a rule of thumb that we use in the field: the louder the EVP, the most likely it isn't human, because it takes so much power to project that voice. That you know, it, it's it's hard to imagine a, a nine-year-old girl like we had at Hell's Bar Dam project the voice so loud it sounded like an adult standing right next to you talking in a normal volume voice. Yep. <laughs> so it's hard for me to sit back here and say that's human. And I've had instances in that building in particular where we've had the nail going across with cement, and I believe that oh, place yeah. is filled with race. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I would agree I would agree pretty much with, with what Ruben is saying in a lot of different areas, but I think our personal experiences play a lot into what we believe as well. But the, the problem I have with most people that go into paranormal investigations are is that they're dealing with, they think they're dealing with mom and daddy walking up and down the hall. This is grandpa and grandma walking up and down the hall. Most likely it isn't. And, exactly. and you have to be aware of that. You have to be, you know, prepared to understand what you're probably dealing with. There's something that really just wants to get your attention, wants to absorb your energy. Because, you know, mm -hmm. it depends on, honestly, it depends on how strong your faith base is. I was a minister for three and a half years. And I've studied the Bible well enough to know that I don't believe for a second God is going to allow a child's spirit to stay here. I really don't believe that very much. I'm sorry. So everybody knows. I, I just have to jump in for one second and say, sure. Anna knows this. Um, I totally agree with you. Uh, that's a big source of controversy in the paranormal field. That's a that's a huge division and debate. But I just want to say, Richard, I absolutely 100% agree with you. Continue. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It, but what I think we have now is to try to support some other people's points. I think what we have to understand is, is when there's a paranormal event, it leaves a magnetic trace, which leaves residual energy. Now, we've been in, you know, again, I'll use Hell's Bar Dam. We've been in Hell's Bar Dam. It's reputed to have child entity voices, child entity voices, rated one of the top five most haunted places, according to Aaron Goodwin on, on Ghost of Interest Group. I've been there a dozen times. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to have child voices that are repetitive. They're redundant. They're mommy, mommy. You hear that all the time. If you go to anybody's website that's ever had AVPs from Hell's Bar Dam, even hours, you're going to hear the mommy, mommy. I believe that's residual. But when you go to a particular place that's, that's particularly haunted with a particular type of haunting, like, for example, somebody going, well, if we go to Hell's Bar Dam, don't forget to go down to Mary's Corner, and Mary's the, the little child that everybody thinks they're dealing with, don't forget to go down to Mary's corner and say hi. Well, here's the thing. When you're working with race or you're working with even some earthbound spirits that are darker, uh, they will give you what you want. Mm -hmm. If you want to hear from a child, you're going to hear from a child. But if you go to the website, you know, our website, and you go to Hell's Bar Dam 2012, and you go to the first EVP at the top that I have on my, on my website, where it says, don't go away, it sounds like a nine-year-old child. But to have been there during the time we were filming our show, you would have heard a voice that was so loud that it sounded like an adult sitting right next to you. Again, I have a hard time believing that a, a child entity has enough power to project that type of voice. But I do believe we do have some magnetic traces. 
of interaction with children in different places. The left of magnetic trace, even though the child's entity really isn't there anymore. I don't believe in that. But I do believe that there are some magnetic traces of residual energy. Well, you'll hear the mommies and their baby cries and stuff like that. Um, I don't think you're dealing with children as much as people think we're dealing with children. That's just kind of my final point on it. I agree. Um, all the spirits and entities that they're here, I have yet to actually get a child purposely in a recording. Yeah, sure, I'll, right. I'll leave a record around and, and it picks up child's child's play here. But the things that I do are, are like this. Uh, for instance, we watch Monday Night Football. And I have this recorded on, on the laptop. Well, I'm sorry, on the website as well. We were watching the um, 49ers game against the Lions. And I asked them before the game started, who's going to win? And they told me the 49ers, that the Lions are a bad team and this and that. So I said, okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm watching the game. And after the first uh, quarter, I don't know if anybody saw the game, but they were fumbling the ball and making a lot of mistakes. Um so I turn on my my recorder, my my cell phone. I set it down. And I go. So who's here? Who's watching the game with me? And you get a, a few males in there. And then I go. Um, so what do you guys think? And there's a female that says they keep dropping the ball. And then there's another uh, male that says go 49ers. But those are the type of interactions that we have here. So it, it's kind of like, um, well, for lack of a better term, me talking to you. It's it's a two way conversation. And that's no, what's amazing to me. I think, too, just to support your point a little bit further, too, and add a little bit of something to it, um, I think also when you do things like when you have this stuff going on in your own home, as you have, Ruben, we go to the Temperance Building in Harriman, Tennessee. That's a building that we manage that is sincerely haunted. Um, and we do tours in there, and we do overnight investigations in there. We allow teams to come in and book overnight investigations in the building. They know us. So when we come into the building, they love interacting with us because they know us. But when we get, uh, you know, tour guests that come through the building, they don't have any personal interactions with them on audio. They have them with us. So I think that is become accustomed. I'm sorry. That is a perfect point, and you are you, you yeah. hit it right on the on the uh, the head of the nail. Um, that being said, they do know you, and a lot of times, like I mean, I'm going to put it out there: Ghost Adventures. They go into places. They don't know them. And that is a perfect point there. They'll go out and do the overnight, one-night um, investigation. So, yeah, they do get some whimpering and, and what have you. But the difference is maybe with you and myself, there is a relationship there. They do know you. They they know who you are. They know what you're about, so they're going to interact. It's kind of like you walking into a, a brand-new school or something and nobody knows you. You're probably not going to say anything. Right. So no, you're that, right. You do, get, uh, you do get those generic encounters and generic interactions when you go to a brand new place. But again, yeah, uh, we've been in a temperance building and I'll hear my name called. Uh, they'll know my wife by name. They'll know they'll, they'll know how many people are on my team. They'll recognize them by name. And it just it's, it becomes something that it, they, they're intelligent so they can pick up and learn as we go along. Yeah, and, exactly. uh, you know, and yeah, you do get the whimpers and you get the woots and you get the you know, even at Hell's Mark Dan, we got one that says it's yodeling. You can actually hear the flipping thing yodeling at us. Um, you know, it's it gets crazy. Now we've caught some incredibly crazy EVPs as well. Um, you know, and I think I think what we have to to look at here is you know, in your situation, Ruben, is when you have your home and you have your interactions, they feel more comfortable talking to you. A lot of times, people don't understand. You know, the the general public. A lot of times, most ghosts, entities, spirits, whatever you want to call them, they don't want to be caught. 
they, they're, yeah. they're, they're just as afraid as you are. We have an EVP on our website where I was uh, admonishing a spirit for basically draining my energy to where a millimeter on my right shoulder went to 5.1 on my right shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I admonished them to get off of me and back off before I went out to my car and got my Bible and kicked you out of here in my right foot. And then all of a sudden we hear, you know, we see the millimeter go down. One of my team uh, ladies said, well, you don't have to be afraid of us. We hear a female entity go, yes, we do. So they're <laughs> smart enough to interact. <laughs> they're yeah. smart enough to interact and understand where the boundaries are when you set them. Yeah, uh, we, we have set the boundaries here. And for lack of a better term, I, I feel there was an actual demon here at one time. There was this bad sulfur type smell in here. And sure, I, I walked around the house yelling, get out of my house. If you're going to be here, you're going to be nice, and everybody's going to get along and what have you. So um, life goes on after that. Smell's gone away. Everything's been fine. Now we sit here and play the Wii bowling game with, with my family. And we'll sit there playing, and you'll hear a raspy strike from above, just interacting, which is fine. So I'll, I'll throw the recorder on, and they, they engage and speak about the games. What we like to do is uh, play what's called a what I call a, a, a trivia game, which is I'll walk around the house and I'll hold up items, hold up words, and they get a read. They get to tell me what they are, and then I I give them for lack of a better term bragging rights for the night. If you get it right, yeah, you are the man, the spirit, you are God's gift to mankind <laughs> tonight. They get bragging rights. They like that that confirmation, that praise when they do something good, when they get something right. Well, we've got uh, you know an interaction in the Temperance Building last July where we had uh, a tour. We had a ghost, got a ghost on the building, and we had guests in this one particular building room. And we were walking out of the room, and you hear this really old woman's voice go, "Only twelve." And I'm sitting here at the end of the night, and I'm going through the EVP stuff. And I probably burned about four hours of midnight oil going through all the EVPs. And I'm sitting there going, "Only twelve, only twelve. Wow, that's really random." <laughs> and I thought originally it was it was you know just it was just random, and I'm looking through the guest log of all the guests that signed in, so I could put your email addresses in the set of the EVPs. There's 12 guests. Wow. <laughs> and I was sitting on man, that's a super intelligent interaction. It it's it was so interested in how many people were in the building that I actually counted the people who weren't on my team. It yep. was amazing to me. Um, but we've had a lot of that, and, you know, there's just uh, a lot of things that, uh, you know, people have interaction with. I mean, I've had them here at my house, and I've kind of shushed them away because I don't want to have this kind of stuff happen in my house. But, you know, i got enough of that in the field every single weekend. But, uh, you know, <laughs> there's a lot going on, period. But, uh, you know, EVPs are kind of my specialty. I love them. Yeah, they they have mentioned to me um, when when you do pass, it is a, there's a little pain involved. But you do keep your your memories and your feelings and your senses other than the physical body once you're on the other side, which is rather interesting to me because that, that kind of gives me hope that, yeah, there is something on the other side. It's got to be them. They said, when yeah. I'm done here, I will be with them, which is fine. That's interesting. That's just, that's just the way it is. <laughs> Ruben, well, we do have, and I don't know if you guys know this, but I know this, and we do have a number of EVPs that um, – Project Wraith has so generously shared with us, and would you like me to play some of these, and then we can, I guess, you can set them up, or we can discuss them, or whatever. Sure. Um, I, I just don't know which one you're playing first. 
Okay, um, I tried to kind of download them in order, but everybody who knows me knows I'm not the most technical person. Or, 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 or if you like, you can play the EVP, and then I'll tell you what it is and what happened and what have you. Yeah, let's play it, and then let's do that, and we'll kind of, yeah, that'll be fun. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, play an EVP, and this is an EVP from your home, correct, Ruben? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're all, they're all from here. Go ahead. Okay. Yell into the machine, please. As loud as you can, so I can hear your voice. I want to ask you a couple questions, but come over here. I don't know where you're at, but I'm just asking, come over here. Okay. What's that? Okay, that one there. At the beginning, you're going to hear me ask them to speak in the machine. You'll hear a male entity say, I just did. Now, I'll, you'll hear me ask it again because I, I didn't hear them. So I ask it again. You hear him kind of irritated. You'll hear him say, I just did. Now, after that, you'll hear me say a few more words, and um, you'll hear another entity chime in, which was a female, and this one was actually heard with my bare ears. You'll hear me react toward the end of the, of the uh, recording, and I go, what was that? That was done here in my living room. The entity that I heard was behind the couch. Well, you can't see where I'm at, but it's, it's about, about 20 feet away from me. Um, when I was doing the recording, the entity chimes in and says, are you going to play with us? And what she was referring to, I, I feel, is we were going to actually get into a game after that, in that um, original recording. But I, I cut the clip there so I can actually send that to you so you can uh, hear it. I don't know if you want to play it again so everybody can listen. The two entities at the beginning that say, um, I just did, those two are kind of hard to hear. You'll hear the third one chime in pretty much toward the end. And then she says, um, are you going to play with us? Yeah, I'm going to play it one more time. Yell into the machine, please. As loud as you can, so I can hear your voice. I want to ask you a couple questions, but come over here. I don't know where you're at, but I'm just asking, come over here. Okay. What's that? Did you guys hear that? Yes. Of course you did. <laughs> it was cool. Uh, TG is very uh, clear, extreme, exceptional, clear audience. TG is, so I would expect. You probably yeah, heard that, like eight other TGs in there that nobody ever heard. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I did catch him. I did catch him the first time without even uh, him saying it. Okay. Thank you. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and um, play a couple more, if that's okay, Ruben, and you can oh, that's, set, that's it up, fine. set it up after, or it's almost discussed. Okay. Pretty, pretty clever. So wherever I'm at, that means you guys can communicate with whoever's around me, not the human person, but the entities that are with them. Ruben? What was the title on that one? Or it maybe just... Can too loud. Communicate with Was that one of the ones I sent you? Or is that one of the yeah. ones pulled off, off of one of the other sites? No, no, you sent me that. You sent me that. It says communicate with other entities. Could you play it one more time? Sure. Pretty, pretty clever. So wherever I'm at, that means you guys can communicate with whoever's around me, 
not the human person, but the entities that are with them. I I know what, what that clip is from, but I I did I don't remember saying you that one. <laughs> that oh, that was fun. that that was actually a clip from um. Well, it was done here, but after I got back from my mom's, and what it was was me asking entities. Uh, when it's a whole other topic, but it has to do with your spirit guides. Um, myself, I have three: two male, one female. Some people have three, some people have five. Now, when I went to my mom's house to do the recording there, this is what this recording was about. Um, I, I started doing the recording there, and before I even started uh, asking questions, those those voices were mim- were not mimicking; they were interacting with the other ones there. So there was a communication going on before I even started doing the, the actual recording. The guides that were with me were were telling them in that recording that it works, and they were saying, "No, it doesn't work." So that was it's, it's a whole another topic for another 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 day, I guess. I don't remember sending that one, but that's that's what that recording was was about. Um, interaction with spirit guides or whoever is with everybody, myself, and the and the entities that are there at my mom's. That's where where that came about. Statement, um, Reuben, you said some people have three, some people have five. Is that your belief that? It's an either or that number because no no um, I I I don't think it's either or I I think it could be multiples I I wouldn't know for a fact um, I just know I I do record and interact the ones that are with me with myself sure okay all right I'm gonna play a couple more and then we'll um see if anybody has questions and to those of you listening if you're back from trick or treating um you can call in including you Miss Kara. Um, at 646-564-9712. So I'm going to play a couple more and see where we're at. Okay, yeah, that that was done in the living room. Uh, there's one, one full entity there, and he's talking. Um, I left the recorder on, and I was actually in another room at the time, me and my wife. And I, I come back out, load it, play it, and what I get is an entity saying, I hate you, you, B-I-T-C-H. And then it says 50, 50 poles or 50 holes or something like that. And I'm not quite sure what he said after that. But, yeah, that's a that's a deep male voice there. Now, how do you feel about um, a spirit or an entity or maybe a non-human spirit um, speaking to you or your family or to each other, however, whoever they're talking to, like that? I mean, are you okay with that kind of... Not really, but there's nothing, there's nothing really I can do about it. I mean, physically, there's nothing ever been done. Yeah, you do get the, oh, okay. the phrases and what have you. I was just uh, doing a recording just last weekend. And actually, I'm gonna put that one on the side because it's it's pretty clear. You hear me gearing up for a test that the skeptic wanted to do, and the reason I didn't test was because the one entity says f the test, clears day, and I go, okay, well, this explains why they weren't getting the answers right. So I uh, postponed that. Okay. Okay. Hmm. And uh, this is just a little bit aside. If this was a, something from the chat room, this is for you, Dom. Your friend Mike is listening. And he says, um, my friend Dom works with me at um, Home Depot in blank, but I believe 
he has a kick for the already established paranormal teams. I don't understand why he says we don't have interesting places to investigate in Quebec. I can say we have hundreds of old places that are full of paranormal entities, uh, but no businesses have been established. So do you want to respond to that, Dom? Yeah, it's my friend Mike. Uh, he's been working with me a long time at Home Depot. Yeah, it's pretty hard to get to those places, though. But, uh, you know, uh, it's, there's not that many places. There's a few old buildings and stuff like that, particularly in Quebec City. But um, they won't let you there. They won't let you investigate because paranormal is not as popular as it is in the U.S. And, um, you know, in most of the investigations I've done in the U.S. with teams like Parahunter, MGH, you know, there was not – the, you know, we've been with Taft's own team once, twice, but, you know, I'm not I, – I, I love to meet every, any team, you know, younger teams, old teams. All I want is to learn is to become the uh, best paranormal investigator I can become. That's the the point, you know. You, the, the day you know everything is the day you start stop doing it, and I don't think you can never be as good as you can be as, by listening to other people and uh, – Learning from uh, guys like when we went to Slater Mill, uh, we met uh, uh, Carl Johnson, who's been a demologist for 30 years. He was w- with TAPS. And uh, just watching these guys, or Ken DaCosta from uh, Rise Up Paranormal, you learn from these people. And you still can learn from younger people, younger investigators, because they come out with new ways. Or like Danny Spirit Vox. I know you, you know Danny. Uh, he's got an app that's called the Echo Vox, which is absolutely unbelievable. We tried it at Painhouse, and it's totally off the charts. It's a new way to communicate. It's kind of like the ghost box, the ghost box, but it's different. It's a totally. You um, sold a lot of them on uh, Apple, and so it's it's fun to learn different methods of investigating because you know you learn from psychics or mediums, or you can learn from uh, more scientific methods, and uh, that that's, that's, that's the point. You know, You're learning from different kind of uh, investigators because if we were all the same, it would be boring. <laughs> That is so yeah. true. Uh, let let me put a spin on that. Um, I don't know if anybody on the phone here is familiar with the John Templeton Foundation. Is anybody familiar I'm with them? Not. I'm okay. not. Which part? Uh, where is it? Oh, they're they're called the John Templeton Foundation. Okay. Okay. Now that that name is is a uh, going to be a headliner coming soon. The reason being is that they just. Um, Granted five million dollars to UC Riverside, a authentic university to find the afterlife. That's what they're looking for. Okay. So they will be doing actual research at university now, doing what I guess we do through a university. Yeah. So I mean, somebody, somehow, somewhere, some way, somebody's validated a reason to do that. Which I, I absolutely find amazing because that's that's actually groundbreaking for everybody. My goodness. Well, let's go. Go ahead. Sorry? Whatever. <laughs> go ahead. Very interesting. I, yeah, I think that brings up an interesting debate and a point because in my experience of really since I was old enough to see and hear and possibly some other people's um, I know who are very gifted on this call as well. Uh, it is very difficult, and whenever I've tried and whenever people like Frank who invented Frank's box has tried to communicate um, and ask questions specifically dealing with the other side, 
we are almost always, and I don't know, you guys can jump in if you have different experiences, but um, I've always been blocked or the entities or spirits have been blocked from sharing any specific information <laughs> about the other side. So I think that's a little bit of a, I would say, dangerous road <coughs> Sorry to um, go down because I think there's something or someone, and maybe Richard even has some opinions on this, I'm not sure we're supposed to know about the other side because I think the, in my own spiritual beliefs, the basis of the other side is based on faith. And if you strip away faith, that strips away the foundation of a lot of reality for a lot of people. Yeah, you, so, you are correct. Um, I, I have a, a few in, in entities, I guess you could say, spirits that are here. And on the recordings, they will they will say, uh, don't tell them this or don't tell them that. When I start talking about, describe what, how it is where you're at. Them, you know, um, and then we I'll ask some questions about how, um, can they come back to this life? Yes, they can. Um, there's one that kind of tells me, yeah, it's his turn next, and then I start asking questions about, well, how do you, how do you come back? And from what I, what, what I gather, I mean, again, there's no solid proof because this is just what I'm hearing. Um, they do, they do enter and take over the body when a woman is pregnant. That that being said, that's where it starts, I guess, life for them. And then they do the life, they die and come back home, so to speak. And that's uh, my understanding so far. Yeah, from what they've well, shared with you. I've actually heard conversations, I don't know if any of you have, where um, very creepy, weird things have happened, where um, literally it seems like a genuine spirit has absolutely been shut down like in not nice ways <laughs> uh, when starting to share about the afterlife. And I don't know if a lot of you know, but um, some of the people who've invented some of this progressive paranormal equipment that you guys are talking about have been severely persecuted by our own government as well as by, let's say, the lower frequency fields in this plane of reality, i.e. Um, demons, etc. And they've had to stop doing you know, promoting this. So, Ruben, I both uh, fear and applaud you because it is a, and all of us and all of you, you know, who do delve into the paranormal, I know Richard and I have talked at length and a number of you and I have talked at length about the dark side of investigating the paranormal. And when you are opening yourself up to that kind of repeated entity communication, no matter who the entities are, you're certainly going to attract attention, Ruben, <laughs> of all kinds on this side, both in this plane of existence and, you know, all the other dimensions of existence as well. Well, I would I would totally agree with you. Uh, I think that the thing of it is, is it's important, and we do a lot of training with my team. I've been doing this now for 14 years. Um, you know, I do a lot of training with my team. There's a lot of training with new teams. We bring a lot of mostly brand-new people to the industry on board, and we educate them the way we think is correct. Now, when we do our ghost tours, they're not just your typical, oh, here's a you know here's an area where it gets hot, and you ask a bunch of different EVPs, and then you're done. We actually teach people how to do this correctly because there's a correct way to do this, and there's an incorrect way to do this. And every time we go to do a tour, um, you know, as well as when we do an investigation of our own, we do a prayer of protection. I think anybody that's willing to go into the, an arena of the paranormal and does not protect themselves is really subject to a lot of problems down the road. Uh, Zach Bacon, for example, 
he openly mm-hmm. admitted two weeks ago on his show that he is he is believed that he had as a, a, a negative attachment. Openly on his show, that's so unlike Zach Bagans, uh, and he wouldn't even set foot in Bobby Mackey's when when the show is nearby Bobby Mackey's. They were yeah. going to see a tribute to the guy that was there for the show and had passed on. Zach wouldn't even walk in the building. So, you know, this is a lot wow. of him going in the past couple of seasons. This is a lot of him being a showman, being a theatrical guy, going in and drumming up all kinds of craziness when you know, and, and putting himself in harm's way for the sake of television. But it's, it worked for a while, but then, you know, you start seeing your behaviors change. You start seeing your life change around you, and you begin to realize, wow, I may be trailing something that I didn't really want to pick up. And we've had people on the tours, when we do our tour, we do a prayer protection with the entire group. I go through what's happened in the building. You know, we've had people that are partially possessed in that building. We've had people we've had to remove from that building. We've had people scratched. We've had, you know, things happen. And then I go into, we're going to do a prayer protection now if, you don't want to participate, you can step over there to the sidewalk and, you know, we'll be with you in a few minutes. I've never had anybody walk away to do that. But I have had one guy ask me point blank why we did it. And I gave a very simple explanation. I'd rather go into a building protected with God than without him. I'm not trying to get preachy, but this is spiritual warfare we're dealing with, folks, day in and day out. You know, what Ruben is dealing with in his home and what we deal with in the field is, is spiritual warfare. This is communication with the other side. And, yeah, I have a hard time understanding why they, they would want to give up anything that's going on on the other side because I've had entities try to talk to me in EVP sessions because we do real-time EVPs so I can hear what's being recorded, and they're going to try to talk to me, and then I'll hear a loud scream or I'll have them just go completely, they're done, they're gone, and they're vacant. They, they just they stop talking. So I don't think we're supposed to know everything. I think that's important is that I don't, I don't think we're supposed to know everything that's going on. And at the end of the really day, um, I'm totally with you on that. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I think I mean, I'll be I'll be honest with you. What you do uh, with your with with the race project? I mean, you're you're Facebook friends with us anyway, and Ghost Paranormal. Um, you know, that's something that you're you're you've taken time to learn how to do correctly and and learn how to do in your own home. Frankly, it's it's honestly completely against what we tell people when we do an investigation in our home. We tell them three rules: don't whip out a Ouija board, don't do anything uh-huh. else. And don't do any communications or interaction or, or investigations in your own home. Because what happens is people go in and they think this is cool. You know, they're not professionals. They're, they're not well-trained. And they try to do this kind of stuff in their own home. And next thing they're in it, they become the communication target and the activity <laughs> target of what's going on in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I totally understand so, that. You know, the old adage of leave it to the professionals is important. Yeah. The problem well, that that I, that I had was I I didn't have a choice. Right. <laughs> I, right. I was I was contacted. I guess you could say. Right. I think um, Richard, you brought up such an important point because um, whatever anybody thinks about you know Zach and all those guys, they have been doing it a while and they are seasoned investigators. And I just watched. I mean, Nick Nick constantly seems <laughs> to struggle. I think um, he's a little bit more connected with his emotions are more of an empath than the other two. And he gets, I think, quite oppressed and halfway possessed a lot of the time. And these are guys that do this, you know, a lot, maybe too much and maybe not always in the right ways. But it is definitely 
um, there's no guarantee, no matter how long you've been doing this, that you're not going to, um, you know, be able to be influenced or, like Rich said, followed home. And I love what you said, Rich, that it's spiritual warfare because how I teach coming from the consciousness um, healing side of things more is, you know, I'm trying to teach people that it's all about the soul. You know, it's all a battle for the soul, and it's a frequency war. This is all about frequencies and the lower-level frequencies versus, you know, you know the, the good things and, and the higher-level frequencies, and we don't know everything there. But I do definitely think there are some ghosts or beings that may be caught in between, I guess, is what I would say, Rich, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Rich, I just would like to, to, to thank you for bringing up an important point about training and uh, with a paranormal group and having the proper training because so many people go out and buy a camera or a digital recorder and they're all of a sudden a ghost hunter and they go yeah. in somebody's house and they're, they're tormenting the spirit and, and provoking and like they see on TV because they think that's how you're supposed to do it. And no, it's it's absolutely the opposite. <laughs> So, so I do commend you on on bringing that point up because it's very important not to. It's, you have to have respect for the other side. If you don't, you're, you're going to lose. You're gonna you lose know, I, I think that when I started doing investigations, the, the first thing I said is that if I ever go with anybody, a friend, a fellow investigator that provokes or that tries to uh, stir things up, mm-hmm. like like uh, Zach would do in Ghost Adventures. I'm, I love the show, but you know, I totally condone what he does. I I, I would quit and never go with this guy again you know i find it so you, you treat the dead the same way you treat living people living, like i told right. him earlier today you know if you go out there provoking insulting swearing and treating yeah. them like like dirt you know th- then you're asking for trouble and even if you don't have anything bad happening to you that you don't do that you know so you, you treat them with respect and fortunately you know for the time i've been doing that i never had something negative following me on. I'm not saying it's never going to happen, but I think that in a way, if you treat them with respect, in a way, they probably will the same way. If you're dealing with something negative, well, then you better be prepared. I think that the the toughest part of investigating is that you got to be prepared for anything. I'll talk later on when Dr. Kim's going to tell me about my scariest experience, but uh, something (laughs) happened in Slayer Mill a few weeks ago. And it kind of uh, shook me up a little bit <laughs> because I, I saw a little girl, a, a little girl, 20-year-old, but uh, a girl, like, not possessed but totally uh, taken. And uh, that was just scary. You know, I didn't know what to do. And thankfully, there was a demonologist that was there that had been doing that for 30 years, and he took care of her. And I, I stayed there the whole time. I stayed with her, and, you know, I, I, I held her hands. Her hands were, were ice cold, and she was standing in the uh, the stairs, you know, totally uh, – you know, blank stare like uh, I don't know WWE fans, but like The Undertaker, <laughs> she had the, that blank stare looking at the, at the wall actually, and uh, I, I was like, my God, and she was shaking, and her hands were ice cold, and you know, uh, the, the guy brought her back. It took about an hour, and when she came back, she didn't remember anything. That's what she told us, you know, that she didn't remember. She remembered doing a session where they were trying to, there were two psychics. They were trying mm-hmm. to uh, invoke the spirits in the house, but when they did, she felt, you know, she, she she was gone, totally gone. And her friend was in the in the stairs underneath her, and she didn't know what to do. She said she she's been gone for a few minutes before, but not that much. And uh, imagine that it was the first time I saw something like that. I didn't know what to do, but you know, I stayed with her, and I said, you can't leave somebody like that. So 
when you investigate, you got to be prepared for anything because you, you never know what, what's going to happen. Right. And it's, well, just, it's, important, it's important to note that, that Zach, when he goes somewhere, he doesn't go into somebody's private home. He goes into an abandoned building. So when he provokes and leaves, hopefully it stays in the building. Uh, and I think that's the biggest difference is people assume that you can go into a house and provoke, and it's not the same. But unfortunately, if you really know, um, I know um, on a, a little bit different level some of their real stories, and actually they've had a real huge problem. Um, as a matter of fact, Aaron will be the first one to tell you that his job cost him his marriage, and, and sure. Zach has shared too. Um, they do follow them home. So it, it's the thing where they do not have more power than us. We just don't know how to use our own power. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, and yeah. that's what Richard was saying. I believe, kind of in a different way, is it, it can we control this? Yes, but you have to know what you're doing and what your limitations are and what their limitations are and and where those kind of cross and don't cross. And that is the problem I see in the paranormal industry is um, those boundaries aren't respected. And there are rules. There are rules on this plane of right. existence and there are rules on their plane of existence. And there are oh, rules yeah. for them in the world and there's rules for us in their world. And who's teaching that? Nobody is teaching that stuff, you know. Well, so I, think, I think that's it. I don't think anybody is versed in their set of rules on the other side. Uh, we can do what we can here to interact and learn, but I don't think the truth is ever totally given to us on how things work as far as uh, rules, boundaries, and settings. Well, I, I, I would agree uh, with our side. I would agree with that. On our side, I do think we, some of us know or have a pretty good idea, I think, maybe through making a lot of mistakes, how things do work. Yeah. Well, I think there are a lot of teams out there now. They, you know, they see the Zach Vegans of the world. And, again, I'm saying this, you know, pre the last couple episodes, the last episode I watched anyway, where he actually openly admitted it. Guy, He was a lot more toned down. Uh, you know, and, and it's, it sounds kind of lame to some people maybe, but we do do the prayer of protection before we go in. And the reason why I think we do that, and that's important, is, is number one, you're remaining in your, your what remains in your mind is that the higher power that you reside under in your faith is stronger than what you're facing now in the building. And I think as long as that remains in the top priority of your brain. Now, I've never been anywhere in 14 years of doing this where I've ever had to provoke anything. You know what's what the... happen. That's a good point. Yeah, they, they do. Um, that, that being said, I have recordings here where I've asked them specifically, do you guys know who Zach Bagans is? Do you guys know Ghost Adventures? Because I watch it here. They do know. Um, they know what he does. They do appreciate his show. They do like to watch it. They do request it. Um, <laughs> so, that. yeah, I mean, they, they are aware of who he is. That's the yeah. point. I love that. I love it. Well, let's move on. And um, if anyone would like to speak up, I'm going to actually call on – who should I pick on? I'm going to call on Walt first just for fun because he'll tell me tomorrow. But um, – do you want to share any um, scary personal ghost encounters or demonic encounters you've had that you'd like to share? Um, well, the probably the worst thing that ever happened to me was I have a uh, I, I have brought home <laughs> I had brought home three entities to my house uh, while ghost hunting, and my whole house was completely upside down. We had 
shadows, balls of light flying through, things unplugged, turning on, um, voices, doors shutting. I mean, it was just nuts. And one day I was outside in my backyard. I have a tiki bar, and and I have woods on the side of my house, and I'm sitting out there, and and it just felt like I was being watched, and and it wasn't a good feeling. And so I would say probably by like the second day, the second the second day I went out there, and and uh, I felt it was like really cool, and I felt warm, like I was being protected, and it was not a feeling. So the next day I went out there again, and I had brought out my um, my EMF detector. And I and I walked around my yard and nothing, and, and I walked around the Tiki Bar and nothing. And so I'm just sitting there. Everybody had left me. They're all in the house. And I'm just sitting out there. And all of a sudden, I look at the corner of the Tiki Bar, and I see this tall, dark shadow. So I get my EMF detector, and, and I aim it over, and, and it goes off, and it's going crazy. And I'm like, what the heck just happened? And next thing you know, the back of my neck's burning. And I put the, the EMF detector behind me, and... And uh, the EMF detector sounded off, and I yelled, "Oh my God!" And the the shadow actually went around and scratched me in the back of my neck. So that was a pretty pretty scary moment to have that in your own house. Um, in your house. And so in my own house, yes. Yeah. So I I ended up leaving my group and trying to figure out how to get rid of what was in my house. And when I did. That's kind of how I, my whole thing got started was I, I helped people get rid of ghosts out of their house. So I knew that, that other people needed help, and I figured out how to do it and have a little gift for it. And so that's that's basically what I do now is help others deal with what's going on, especially if children are involved. Hmm. Dr. Uh, Kim. That's pretty awesome. Right now, that's pretty uh, frightening. Who, who Was that UTG who just said that? Dr. Kim? Yes. Oh no, that that's me, uh, Ruben. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, a question for you: Can can you queue up one of uh, the EVPs I sent you? If, if I tell you which one it was. Sure. Um, which one? It is mimic. Let me go up. Now um, th- this is um. Do you have it there? Wait a minute. I don't no, I don't have that one. <laughs> okay, um how about mimic R? I don't I don't think I have any mimic ones. They actually mm-hmm. didn't download. That's really interesting to me. Like I have every single other one, I promise. You I don't you have may have, any of You may have the ones I sent you the first time around. That's probably where the other one came from. Oh, but the the most recent ones that I sent you in the email a few days back. I could probably if you if you guys want to talk, I can probably um do it really quick. I can mute my mic and find it really quick. Yeah, I, I wanted to to show you. This is, this is the, uh, By the way, I checked your your channel uh, earlier this uh, this afternoon when I knew you were going to be on the show, and uh, that was awesome. <laughs> I checked about twenty of your. Uh, I think you got forty seven videos on your channel. On the YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's well, that's that's where I put everything before I put it on the website. So okay. um, you, you'll you'll see the majority of everything there. <laughs> That was pretty cool. I, I was Ruben, wondering what's your that, website? Uh, some of them were pretty spooky. Oh, the, uh, it's called uh, Ruin, R-U-E, I'm sorry, R-U-E-N 2012. That's on, on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, those those, those, are, those are interactions here with uh, my daughter. Um, 
for some reason they they like to mimic her. <laughs> I've been mimicked, but not as as much. There's there's just a lot of stuff there if you ever get a chance to go. It's incredible. They mimic the voice of your daughter. They they mimic it. Uh, you you have a male actually doing the uh, the sounding out of whatever she says. My goodness. And there's one. There's one one that's called a, another day mix up, and what it is is me and my wife getting ready for work, and you'll hear an entity scream out another day, just making a comment on it. And uh, she thinks that I said something. I didn't say anything, so I'm kind of like lost for words when she calls me on it. <laughs> she heard it. I didn't, and I was like, I thought it was the news, and I thought it's what they said. But um, yeah, there's there's odd stuff that happens. <laughs> well, um. I can't download it. It won't let me download while I'm in the show. But what I can do is I can try to play it on my um, computer and see if you guys can hear it. It's pretty clear. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, just give me one second, and I will try that because I think it came through pretty pretty clear. So I'm going to try it that way. So hold on. Oh, let me see what. Yeah, that's it. You guys that? I thought it was like. Now, who was that? Was that your daughter, or was that the spirit? Yeah, was that your daughter? My, my, uh, my, my youngest. That was pretty clear. Yeah. Let me play this other one. I can. My goodness. What's the Kind of sounds like the grudge. <laughs> yeah, that is, it does. That's clear. Oh my gosh, that yeah, is that, super. That clear. was a little eerie when when I first heard it, but. <laughs> but it's funny because the energy on that one, like I listen to some of yours, and the energy on some of them is just different. But the energy on that one's okay, so it's like not a negative energy at all coming from that. So it's interesting. I, I, I mean. Uh, there's a few here that don't like don't like me. They do want me out of here, and the majority of them are here, and they want to engage and have a good time. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna throw the next person under the bus, which is going to be Shannon. Would you like to share um, an experience that bothered you? Um, I guess the the most traumatic experience for me was uh, when I first moved into my new house. Um, it had been lived in by one other person. It was a single older lady. Um, she ended up moving in with her daughter, so she didn't die or anything. Um, a few months after I moved in there, I started hearing a breathing sound um, at 3:20 in the morning, and it was just it was just a deep breathing, and it would wake me up. And I, you know, looked under the bed, looked for the dog looked in the drawers in my nightstand. I mean, underneath my bedroom was the crawl space. It wasn't even the basement, so there was no furnace or anything there. It was um, to a point where I was losing sleep because I would get up out of the bedroom. I would go into the living room just to sleep the rest of the night because I couldn't go back to sleep because it seemed like once I woke up that it would get louder and louder and louder. And um, both my children, I, you know, told them that, you know, I was hearing stuff in the middle of the night and they both thought I was crazy. So uh, one night I got them both up and, and you could they both heard it. Um, sometimes 
I got to a point where I could tell it, it was usually there most of the time, but sometimes it would go away. And I got to a point where I could feel if it was going to be there that night. When I would get ready for bed, I could tell if that was going to be the night or not. I could feel it. Um, on Sometimes on those nights, I would leave the bathroom light on, the closet light on, or even the TV on. If I left the lights on, then it wouldn't do it. But I did it at the same time every night. Well, um, you know, talking to Kim about it, she she told me that, you know, the best thing to do would be to stay in the room. Like, the more I go out of the room, the more happy it is. I even, you know, cleansed the house. I was burning sage, saying prayers. I mean, um, so finally uh, I stayed in the room. I just kind of packed the pillow up beside my ears and suffered through it. Uh, it didn't come, it was gone for about a week. It came back. I did the same thing. It was gone for about a month. It came back. Um, finally, after just repeatedly staying in the room and not being intimidated by it, it finally went away. But it was a long process. <laughs> and it was scary, too. It really unnerved me. I mean, just the feeling that I would get hearing the breathing. Yeah, I know. That was, uh, it's funny because my daughter, you know, um, Brianna experienced that too for a long, long, long time. I don't know, maybe she still does. But it's funny because, see, I've only had what we call a breather and in the field. If you've been in the field any length of time, you guys know, lots of people experience this. It's really interesting. I don't know quite what it was. But the one time that I had a breather, I found it extremely, exceptionally comforting so, of course, it's only happened to me one time, and it never came back because I actually liked it. You know, and those <laughs> things are contrary. Was it like it's real heavy, of, Kim? It, it's so soft. <laughs> this is a G-rated show. You, know, it's awesome. you guys are I've, awful. I've heard that about you, Kim. Oh, you guys, stop. Oh, oh, come back. You have to help me. They're beating up on me. Oh, my gosh. That entity was uh, definitely welcome. Yeah. Oh, you guys are funny. Okay, um, TG, do you have a quick quick story because we're running out of time that you'd like to share? <laughs> oh, yikes! Um, out of the many, um, I don't know. Probably the, the the quickest one is um, I'm a part of uh, our group is an Intuitive Paranormal Society, and um, it was us three. Um, we happened to be at a, at Denny's, and we were trying out just a lot of different methods. Um, and you don't really need a place to go ahead and do an EVP session. We did it wherever. It was a park. It was inside a car. It was a parking lot. It could be inside of a bank. It could be at a gas station. It didn't really matter where it was at. So anyways, we wanted to go ahead and expand on this. Um, we were inside the parking lot, and it was us three, and we were inside the, uh, inside the truck. Now, the group is made up of a psychic medium, uh, Stephanie, that was there, and then Ian as well. And we were all inside the truck, and we were going to go ahead and do an EVP session inside the truck in the parking lot of uh, Benny. And as we were doing that, we were uh, picking up first. They were just regular um, kind of like spirit voices that were coming and just people talking. Then all of a sudden, it was like, just stop. And then you just heard this other voice just come in and says, do you want to play? And right away, Stephanie, who's a psychic medium, she turns around, she looks outside, she goes, we got to get out of here. And I go, what's that? And she goes, they're right here by the door. They, they surrounded the whole car. Um, she's able to go ahead and see what we couldn't, which was what she was seeing was a lot of, uh, a lot of demons that were uh, around the vehicle. 
Um, when I replayed that EVP back, yes, you could go ahead and, and definitely end up hearing that. Um, then we went, just like five minutes later, we went to um, underneath because it started to rain. So we went underneath a um, kind of like a carport, but it was at an ATM machine, so that way anybody pulling out money, you couldn't, you know, you wouldn't get wet. So we were trying there, but the, the rain was too hard, so we didn't, we didn't get anything there. We drove probably about less than two minutes away. We were in North Hollywood. We ended up uh, going two minutes away to a gas station. Now it had a big old carport. Nobody was there. It was like a 24-hour uh, gas station, but nobody was uh, inside uh, or outside of the uh, pumping gas or anything like that. And we decided we were going to go ahead and do another EVP session to see if whatever was there at the, at the parking lot at Denny's ended up following us. So we went to uh, the gas station. Once again, we went ahead and, and uh, started doing our uh, EVP session. When we did that, we were getting back and forth interaction, um, at, um, just like uh, Dr. Kim had mentioned, a very clear audience. Um, we were getting back and forth sessions of people asking us, which would end up being more that we term non-human uh, entities that were asking us a lot of questions. They were asking us a lot of our, our religious beliefs. They were asking us who we are. They were cussing at us. They were telling us all kinds of stuff. Stephanie ended up seeing a lot of different um, entities around us. You could feel it. Everybody got, you know, everybody has their different senses in our group, and uh, we were able to go ahead and, and every single one. I was able to hear stuff. Stephanie was able to go ahead and see. And then we had Ian also seeing stuff and feeling stuff as well. And there was, without a doubt, there was so much interaction that was going on. They were telling us our weaknesses. They were telling us our strengths. They were telling us who we are and, and what basically we're nobody. Um, they were asking us uh, our religious um, beliefs, if they're strong enough, if we wanted to go ahead and side with them. I mean, it was just so crazy uh, to go ahead and get this all recorded. That type of recording we really don't keep. Um, so we did end up um, pretty much uh, deleting everything just for the fact of, you know, we didn't want to go ahead and kind of get, get back to that recording, replay it back, and whatever interaction that was going on that particular night to bring that back all over again in our homes. But we have in our group, we have gotten followed home many, many times. Um, and there is, just like uh, Richard had mentioned, yes, you do a lot of spiritual protection through uh, the power of prayer. And that, you know, of course, we ended up doing that. We ended up doing that even afterwards, even before that. But it didn't end up stopping whatever wanted to communicate with us to go ahead and communicate with us because we were getting it so very, very clearly. Um, stuff was going on so crazy. Even, you know, when we were inside the truck, you could hear we had rocking of the vehicle. We had uh, taps on the on the door. We couldn't see what it was, uh, at least myself. But definitely she was on cue. She was able to go ahead and catch everything that was going on. We had to leave, which we did. Um, and then afterward, in our group, whenever anybody goes to a investigation, a, a private home, anything that ends up happening, whether they run into any type of demon, I, I kid you not, or a non, non-human entity, um, to be on the safe side, um, I'll end up picking that up. So I could go ahead and text them. I could call them and say, you know what? You guys are at a house that ends up having something there, right? And they'll be like, uh-oh, yes, we are. Like, uh, yeah, because I'm catching it over here already. So it's, it's that crazy of a... Uh, of a group, but um, just more so, um, some of the experiences that we've had in the paranormal, yeah, you've got to know what you're doing. You can't play, I mean, provoking is definitely something that you don't want to end up doing. We don't do that, but whenever it comes down to communication, we're kind of learning, you know, there's certain things you kind of want to communicate with, and other ones you just don't want to communicate with. That's true. You you uh, you mentioned North Hollywood. Where's your base out of? 
Uh, we have a group member out of uh, North Hollywood, um, also Orange County, and then um, also IE in Empire. We should keep in contact. I'm actually in Long Beach. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. I remember you had uh, sent a tweet over uh, you're in uh, Long Beach. Yeah, I remember that. Might have to get together. Some, come on over. Yeah, yeah definitely. Gigi could handle that, being as clear audience as he is. They'd probably all crowd around him and drive him. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Well, we're out of time. So, um, Rich, if you want to share really quick a quick story, and then we'll um, thank Ruben, let him give his information and wrap it up. So some of us in Eastern Wait, Time Zone. Ruben, you didn't get to go either, so. Well, I can go anytime because it's my show, but I'm a, I, 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 it's a great show. You guys couldn't even handle my story, so go ahead. <laughs> well, I think, uh, you know, the, the one of the most recent experiences I've ever had, I, I've had a few demonic encounters, and this one in particular was a, a private resident, residence. We were doing an investigation, and he was reporting all kinds of crazy activity, and we went to the house, and this is myself, one other guy, and, he to go answer the door to a neighbor that was knocking on the door, trying to figure out who we are, I guess, in his house that he saw the owners leave. So I guess he was wondering who we were. So that one of my other investigators left me in the bedroom, and you could feel the entire environment change. You could feel it go from uh, a lot of energy in the room, hair sitting up in the arms and the back of your neck, to absolutely void energy, which people who have had demonic encounters in this business know that's not a good sign. And I, I said on the EVP recording, I said, I think, Kimberly, I think you actually played this the last time I was on the show. I said in the EVP recording, I said, what's different about now? And you hear the, the ghost meter pro I had was going off, and then you literally, I felt this rush of energy on top of me, and I just heard this voice in my recorder say, I know where you live. And then it backed off, and then the entire room went right back to normal energy again. And that's the first time in a while I actually lost a little bit of sleep. Because <laughs> it was that, it was that yeah. powerful in energy, negative powerful energy that, you know, I've dealt with the bad guys. I've dealt with the, the race. I've dealt with the powerful guys who like to scratch you. And you can pretty much kick them to the curb. But when you've got something that does that and the entire environment absolutely changes, that is, that is an, an encounter that a lot of people don't have. And it's, it's scary. I've been doing this 14 years, and it's scary. Uh, but that was because the, 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 uh, the entity was yet. very sincere. That's what I would get from that. And, uh, yeah. yeah, that would be very, very frightening because you don't know what he's capable of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, you know, it's entirely in their hands what they want to do. So, yeah, that was probably the most uh, most recent encounter I've had that was concerning. <laughs> I want to thank all of you for joining me on this auspicious night, um, Halloween evening, and I want to wish everybody, you know, a happy Halloween. I hope all your children enjoy trick-or-treating. Mine, I can't believe they went out. It's like 30 degrees there, and, you know, kids are so diehard these days. They had to get their candy. Um, so I want to thank all of you for being with us, um, Richard and Dom, all the way from Canada, and Ruben and Walt and TZ and Shannon, who already hung up. I guess we bored her, and I told her she could go. But, Reuben, if you want to give your information about your website and then um, Rich and Dom, if you want to talk about how to get a hold of you as well, oh, that'd be great. So, Reuben, okay. you can go first. I appreciate it. Well, um, Dr. Kim, thank you for having me, first off. And uh, if anybody wants to view what it is I do, you can go to www.thewraithproject.com. 
And if you're interested in following me, I do post um, whenever I have something going on at Project Wraith. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much me. So if anybody wants to contact me, they can do it there as well. And that's pretty much it. Well, thank you so much for opening up your home and opening thanks to your um, friends, because <laughs> I know. Uh, My buddies. <laughs> your buddies, your pals, your friends. But thanks for, you know, you sharing your life with us. We appreciate it. And um, thank you so much for sharing your evening with us. I appreciate it. And, um, Rich, if you want to tell us how to get a hold of you, that'd be great. Yeah, our team is able to be reached at our website at www.ghost-paranormal.com. Um, pretty soon we also will be on Ghost Tales Television, um, GhostTalesTV.com uh, with our show on any unknown truth. Um, you know, take a look at the EVPs. We we encourage everyone to look at the EVPs and, uh, and and take a chance of thinking about the Temperance Building as well as to a place to to come and hunt. It's a lot of fun. Someday I'll get you there, Kimberly. Oh yeah, no, Kara. Um, Kara's actually listening, so. Kara and I, and we're gonna get Walt. We're gonna all, we're gonna we're gonna do it. That'd be really cool. We could like record sections and then have a whole show. That'd be that'd be really cool. So um, yeah, we will we'll do it. And Dom, how do we get a hold of you? Well, the, the easiest way is by Twitter because I actually have a we have a website coming up, cryptparanormal.com. But the website is not ready yet, so on Twitter, you know, I'm there all the time. You know me, <laughs> Dom Ghost Hunter. But um, it's at D O U M Ghost Hunter, all in one word. And from from there on my pro- profile, you got the uh, YouTube channel, the Facebook page, the uh, my podcast uh, uh, radio show too. So um, where I had you on one time, Doctor Kim, it was an honor for me to have you on my podcast. <laughs> that was awesome. That was fun. Well, that thank you fun. for being so, on yeah. the show. Twitter is the easiest way to. Uh, you know, to talk and to chat, and uh, it's a great, 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 great way to uh, meet new people. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap, and I, I thank all of you, and everyone um, have a good evening, and we will see you next week. So good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, Good night, Thank you, Dr. Kim. Thanks for listening on Secrets to Everything with Dr. Kimberly and George. Listen every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time, from 7 to 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio.